Welcome. Welcome to Modern Mind. To Modern Mind. Ancient book. Ancient book. Where we together explore one of the most important books in human history. Hello and welcome to the very first Modern Mind ancient book. We'd like to thank you for taking the time to join us. My name's Roger. Um, my friend Doug is with me today. Doug, would you introduce yourself? Hello, everybody. My name is Doug. Uh, Roger and I are good friends. Okay, the uh, title of this podcast is Modern Mind Ancient Book. We decided to roll out this podcast. Um, I'll let Doug take it from here. Well, the idea of uh, Modern Mind uh, Ancient Book comes from the idea that the Bible is actually a collection of books that span over 3,500 years. And the way we think today is not the way that people thought, um, you know, centuries and millennia ago. And so therefore we're trying to bridge the gap between how people would understand the book in its original setting and how it helps us today. Yeah, exactly. This uh, collection of books is a collection that spans several thousand years. <clears throat> and what the author intended and the hearers understood may not be what we understand when we read these books. So the point of this endeavor is to learn for ourselves and then learn how, because of our understandings, to lead our families to intelligently and accurately handle the text. Um, I do have a bachelor's degree in religious studies. I started my master's divinity program. I haven't completed it. Maybe someday I will. Now I'm a construction manager, oddly. Um, I went from a theologian to a carpenter to a crew lead to a manager. Doug, what do you do? Uh, well, I'm an attorney. I practiced for a number of years, but I also consider myself to be a lifelong learner in terms of trying to understand the, the Bible, um, its context, um, and its, its uh, true meaning. Okay, yeah, and that's kind of the point of what's going on here. Um, there's a proverb, I believe you mentioned it uh, before when we were talking earlier today about that the glory of God is to conceal a thing, but the glory of kings is to search it out. So it's an exciting proposition to learn and then to find these nuggets that we didn't see that are there in the text. The, uh, the Bible is a meditation book. It's a book that's meant to be thought about and considered and read and reread and studied. It's a long-standing story. It has a context and a culture. And the truth is, is there are a lot of cultures today outside of our own that would have very different meanings of words. So even if we were having the same conversation, they might understand something different. So it's safe to say that an ancient person would think something completely foreign to what we may, even using the same words. 
And to go along with the idea is that we also have the problem of uh, interpretation. You know, most people don't speak uh, Greek or Hebrew, and you know, the idea of translation uh, is always a challenge because uh, there's not a one-to-one uh, correspondence with uh, Greek and, and Hebrew to English, or for any other language, uh, for that matter. So our own languages have a cultural context that we have to overcome in order to understand the Bible. Yeah, language is an agreed-upon set of meanings and concepts that are part of the larger, um, I would say, ethos. Or I'm trying to avoid words like that. Just, It's part of the larger culture that you belong. So, for instance, uh, didn't you say something about Yankee Doodle Dandy? Yes, uh, when we were talking earlier, everybody knows the song Yankee Doodle Dandy, and there's a phrase in there, Yankee Doodle went to town uh, riding on a pony, uh, put a feather in his cap, and called it macaroni. Yeah. The question is, why is he putting spaghetti in his hat? Yeah, and I remember I remember earlier telling you I had no idea. I, I imagined macaroni, but did not know why. Well, the answer is the meaning of the word macaroni meant something fancy. So he wasn't putting spaghetti in his hair. He was putting a feather because he thought it would make him fancy. And this makes a whole lot more sense than doing something uh, as silly as putting uh, spaghetti in his hair. And these are the types of things that we want to explore um, whenever we find them, when we can't understand things. It may be just because we don't understand the meaning of words or we don't understand uh, the translation or the cultural context as to why something would be in there. It should be a great mystery, and we want to solve mysteries, and we want to inspire people to uh, do their own treasure hunting. Yeah, that's interesting. Do you happen to know when Yankee Doodle Dandy was written? Was that a Revolutionary War kind of thing, or...? I believe it was, but I'm not certain, but I do believe it was. Yeah, so you got to figure between then and now, something like 300 years have passed, and yet we lost the meaning of something so simple as macaroni to, uh, to mean a, a noodle. <laughs> there's, actually, there's actually another interesting... Uh, name that I just learned recently from from oddly another podcast uh, where Bugs Bunny says to Elmer Fudd what a Nimrod and so we know that to mean that he's an imbecile and he was a hunter but he can't kill the bunny rabbit and the thing is is for millennia for thousands of years the word Nimrod was known as a name in the Bible of a mighty hunter who founded cities, who was a man of great valor. But today, it's been redefined by sarcastic cartoons to mean imbecile. It's a very interesting change in language. So we're going now on a journey as we discover and learn the Bible. We're going to do it as adults, and then also I'm going to give you a glimpse into 
how that translates into teaching my family. I have a daughter and a son and a wife, and Doug's also married, so our spouses and children will be joining us at some point. The first 15-minute podcast, which is the one we're doing right now, will be our journey as men. What we learn together, how we reason together, uh, will be on display here. Our first 66 weeks will be a basic survey. We're going to do each individual book, starting from the oldest to the newest. We're going to put them in their place, their date as best we can discern it, and talk about their authorship. We're going to talk about general overviews and ideas of the content, and we're going to do it quickly in bite-sized snippets so that it makes sense. The second podcast will be as parents and spouses and how we plan to teach our children the same thing. And you'll notice um, while there's going to be some overlap, there's also a little bit of change because information is meant to be conveyed in a way that's appropriate for the individual and sometimes the group. Um, And not everybody learns or uh, accepts information the same way. So um, my five-year-old learns at a very different pace than Doug and I do. Uh, full disclosure, I am a Christian. I do have a bias. I do believe the Bible is a 3,500-year-long expression of human interaction with God. And that that's what people saw and believed, and that I also believe. You do not have to believe or accept a religious worldview. We, however, in this podcast, will focus on the culture and the author's intended meaning and what we believe the original hearers heard and understood. A survey of the Bible is our first undertaking. It was my launch pad out of Bible college, and it helped me to get a deeper understanding of how long these books have been written for and how they were recorded and their basic ideas and for that I think I was a better better Bible reader Doug Uh, I too am a Christian but I also want to point out here is that the value of the Bible uh, has had such an influence over the uh, millennia that it's impossible to really be uh, I would say a truly educated person to understand Western culture without understanding its cultural relevance. Um, so it's kind of two things, is that we're trying to recover the original meaning, we're also trying to understand how it has influenced us. Um, if you look at literature, if you look at um, songs, if you look at uh, art, uh, the influence of the Bible can be seen all over the place. And so therefore, our scope is to try and illuminate. You don't necessarily have to uh, agree with us, but we want to teach and inspire and hopefully that we can we can uh, have more interaction because we've piqued people's interest to do their own study. Yeah, as a modern mind, we, we do need to understand that who we are today is a 
direct reflection of everything that has been. All of humanity is the summation of what was. That's what we are today. Our knowledge and exploration make us who we are. I believe we need to give these texts their rightful place in human history. Not because I'm Christian, but because this book is the number one bestseller in human history. We value art, old and beautiful art, because it's an irreplaceable item from the past. I'd like to see us value the words of the Bible in this way. If for nothing more than its context is a reflection of humanity. So I'm not sure exactly why the Bible has turned into a book that causes so much division. And over the course of our journey, we'll obviously talk about some of the things that people feel like are unsatis, you know, un, that they just don't like. But the truth is, is humanity is both positive and negative in just about everything that we do. And the Bible is a reflection of who we are. I would say in most cases, more so than of who the God of the Bible is. That's more what's recorded in the Bible. So, you know, I'm excited to embark on this journey, Doug, and, and thanks for coming with me. And, and I'm sure um, that the hearers will be richer for it. Anything you'd like to add, Doug? You know, it, it describes who we are as human beings, uh, but it also is a revelation from God in terms of many things that we wouldn't know unless God actually told us. So, um, you know, if you believe that God is, excuse me, if that human beings are made in, in uh, the image of God, um, you know, there's kind of a, a, a really good interplay in terms of uh, who we are and discovering God in this. And that's my comment here. Thanks for joining us tonight. Doug, I look forward to speaking with you again. Good night, everybody. Thank you for joining us. Come back soon. Thank you for joining us for Modern Mind, Ancient Book. We hope that the time spent with us was valuable for you. It certainly was for us. Like Isabella said, please come back soon.